0: Don't. Certainly. All right. Uh, let us now uh, execute a uh, a rolling of the open an, o- an open roll. Open roll, <laughs> and, and then we're, we're back. back.
1: You're listening to Forty Three Feet, a podcast about leadership. We believe that real leading happens out front, but that means you're probably building the next forty three feet of good road for those behind you while you're running the race yourself. My name is Frank Schwartz in the gloom of the early morning as Dark Helmet to my F3 brothers. And I'm joined each week by Dave Redding, or Dredd, one of the co-founders of F3 Nation. We're going to answer your questions, pontificate wildly, teach leadership, and otherwise attempt to help you navigate the next 43 feet.
0: All right, man. Let's uh, move on to the uh, substantive portion of this uh, podcast. What a great idea. And we're still in the fourth quadrant. We uh, are. The fourth and final quadrant. We're on the Q44, which is opportunity if you are following on our idiotic number sy- numbering
1: system. Of course, we hope you
0: are. We hope you are. All right. Uh, the statement for opportunity is a position within a group that provides the holder with leadership experience as part of an LDP, an LDP being a leadership development process. In other words, you are being – developed into a leader mm-hmm. through a four-step process which begins with schooling right that was the 4.2 and then moves to right. apprenticeship last week we did and, apprenticeship 4.3 yeah. and now we're at opportunity yeah so schooling is where you uh, are provided with the timeless leadership principles in a scholastic manner in a didactic manner they're right. taught to you yes whether that's by classroom or book or whatnot
1: it's Appre- where you acquire your head knowledge head
0: knowledge exactly uh, apprenticeship is where a master leader takes you through the steps to learn how to, to turn it into hand knowledge and heart mm-hmm. knowledge. But again, it's uh, this is something that is done under the auspices of another man. Yes. So he's responsible for...
1: Right. You're still in the, right. the cradle of safety That's uh, right. of, of his leadership.
0: That's right. <clears throat> uh, opportunity is the phase of an LDP where you are responsible for the outcome.
1: The instructor has left the plane.
0: That's right. So... Uh, in my little example, I'm the partner now. Yeah. If I had lost my nut
1: in mm-hmm. court,
0: it would have been my responsibility. Whereas if, you know, when I was an associate, my partner would you know, my supervising partner would bear some responsibility right. for that. But but no but no more. All right. Uh, Socratic, three thought provokers. First, how do most groups choose their leaders? Mm. Second, what criteria should a group use to evaluate its leaders? Mm-hmm. So first is about choosing them to to, to right. follow. I would figure about, out who that guy is. Second is evaluating. In other words, are they doing a good job? Third, what's the ideal time to start leading, as opposed to you know continuing to be an apprentice? Right. All right. So first spur when choosing leaders, experience matters. All right, uh, and this is going to be one of our little kind of counterintuitive intuitives, you mm-hmm. know, from uh, from the way the culture does things. I'm going to try to truncate this because this portion is pretty long, but uh, try to keep it as brief as possible. Uh, if you were to go apply for a job, you know, as a pilot, yes, I think they would ask you uh, how many hours you have in the cockpit of a particular piece of uh, aircraft that they have I would think, right? yes. So, uh, you know, if it was 737s and they would say, have you ever flown before? And you said no, they'd say, you know what? We're looking for applicants to be pilots of done this before. Got to have some experience there. That's right. Yeah. Uh, same thing with, with lawyers. Uh, if you were going to interview a lawyer for for to hire for a, a particular mm-hmm. piece of business, I would think you would ask him, You know, have you ever tried this kind of case before? What do you sure. know about this? It you know, I mean, happens everywhere. If he, everywhere. I mean, if we... he said, I, I don't have a law license, or <laughs> I'm, I'm a uh, right. criminal lawyer, and I notice that this is a, a piece of complex li- uh, yeah. co- uh, commercial litigation,
1: well, probably not the probably best not choice. Probably not the right guy, yeah. right? Yeah.
0: For some reason leadership or leader we drop all that
1: yeah right
0: right yeah we we drop all that Mm -hmm. i mean if i were going to hire a leader i think i would use the same criteria i use to note the process in other words i'd say where did you learn to be a leader what schooling did you have
1: right no usually we just go uh well you're a manager now sure
0: so okay i think i would also ask who taught you sure you know not school but who apprenticed you Right, right. Under whom did you? Because you would want to, you would want to know, right. you know. And is here's a guy I trust. Is this
1: is the guy I understand. You know, whatever.
0: Here's the experience part. What opportunities have you had to lead? Now, I'm not looking to pick a fight here. I just think it, 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 is a very stark example. Um, the leader of the free world, you know, mm. our 44th president of the United States mm-hmm. had never been a leader. Right. He'd never had any opportunity. I mean, he'd been a law school professor. Sure. And, you know, he'd been a, a state legislator and a an United States senator. Those, are politi- those aren't Those are leadership positions. Right. A governor, I think, would be. Sure. But not in a legislative branch. And we elected him president. Right. You know, and um, he made—I'm I'm a right-leaning guy, so I disagree with his politics and his worldview. Right. Um, but I thought, as far as— or as far as a leadership went, he made the exact kind of leadership mistakes I'd expect a guy doing it for the very first time, and I just think it was a very odd thing for us to have done
1: mm-hmm. as
0: a nation. And I know politics makes things different, but don't we actually choose leaders the same way in all our organizations?
1: I mean, uh, we don't rely necessarily no,
0: right. on on school, <clears throat> you know, demonstrated uh, leadership past performance. You know,
1: I would say a lot of times, especially if you're looking at like corporations, right. They look at the particular skill, uh, or even the efficacy of the guy in his role in his as role, right. whatever he may never have led anything, and they're like, That's right. But he's a really good salesman, so we're going to make him the leader,
0: or he's a great pilot. Yeah, or he's a, "Yeah." That doesn't make him a great CEO of an no. airline.
1: No, right? That yeah. doesn't. That doesn't. doesn't even, even, yeah, yeah. You know, When you put it that way, it makes even less sense. Less right? sense.
0: <laughs> and that is usually how leaders are chosen in yeah. organizations. Yeah. Is yeah. either they're they're doing a <clears throat> specific role within the organization well or they demonstrate the leadership characteristics the virtues very well right you know, but they may not have any of the, the skills, skills the skill yeah so, so it's a weird thing i you know and it's you ask yourself why don't we ask the right questions and choose the right people so the three reasons we set out here are that uh, number 1 demand exceeds supply anyway i mean that the demand for leaders so exceeds mm-hmm. the available supply that groups they just they abandon they abandon experience as a as a as a screening criteria. Right. Everybody's well, a beggar, right?
1: They just, yeah, they just need. Oh my gosh, just put a put a body in. There. That's right. Somebody that seems semi competent. Right. Let's just go. That's right. Yeah,
0: that's right. Number two, uh, leadership experience is too rare to matter anyway. You know, since since most people don't that have hurts, it, doesn't it? But right. it's true. You know, if, if every applicant is equally inexperienced, then experience is is a, it right. devolves. It's not. Th- it's not. It doesn't a, matter. It's not. A, it's not a relative criteria. And number three, the third reason we put in here is it, it's ignorance. You know, most groups don't know how to look for leadership experience. They don't really know what a leader is and does because they don't have leaders themselves.
1: Right. Yeah, so they've they, never seen it. Right. hmm
0: So they don't know how to ask about it. So that's why I think that, uh, you know, it's not done very well and why um, you have to be deliberate and probably grow your leaders from within is, is the bottom line of what we're encouraging people to do. Mm-hmm. It, as a group, you have to have a leadership development process, right? So for us in F three, you know, we've got materials you could read, like the Q source. You can go to Grow School, you right. know, things like right. that. That's schooling. And then you know, we have some apprenticeship. You go to a workout a guy helps you work through it, right? Mm-hmm. You have the opportunity to lead, you know. That, that's so yeah. that's what we yeah. try to uh, try to invoke or try to help our our regions do on a regional level. You know, we don't control it from where we are. Right. We just try to provide resources based on what we've learned. Because experience matters. Mm-hmm. That, that's why if you go to a grow ruck, one of the, the things we do is uh, during the the, uh, the workout session, we call a guy <laughs> up and have him lead. Right. He usually can't do it very well because I usually pick a guy that hasn't been And then I get as soon as I get him competent, the next thing I do is have him teach. Right. A, a brand new guy. Mm-hmm. And then we do that in like seven minutes, right? And it's
1: always amazing. Right. And it's just so funny because you would think it would follow a different pattern or right. something. You would think, but it's always is nope. the same. It's always exactly so. What the same. we're
0: doing there is we're trying to demonstrate. Uh, we're trying to demonstrate this idea of of building through experience, building leadership, mm-hmm. and you've got to do it quickly.
1: Yeah, especially in that situation, right? Right. Where, where Absolutely. Yeah. Because if you start standing around too long. You're going to get mutiny in a workout. Yeah,
0: you are, man. Yeah, and we're not talking about F3's mutiny. He's a pretty good guy. Right, he's a good guy. Uh, <laughs> what What criteria should a group use to evaluate its leaders? That was the second. Yes, the second um, Socratic. And the spur in response to that is the best players do not always make the best coaches. Right. Right. That's kind of what, that, that's what we're talking about. I mean, you can be very good at doing something and very poor at Providing leadership for the doing of something. You know,
1: it's funny because I, I think a lot of times those guys that are super competent, you know, let's say the player, right? Right. He may not even be totally aware of how he does or why he does the thing that he does because it's so innate. Right. And so his ability to teach it to another person may be completely compromised. In right. That sense. Like he may have no idea why. Right. Right? right. So, yeah, may not be a very good choice for a coach.
0: And a part of this, being able to do this well, is to have a structure that requires leadership. So I have three really sure. – is a, is an organization of leaders. Uh, we hope it's a lizard. We think it is. In this way, it's very much like the army. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot of leaders in the army. And one of those reasons for that is that it has a very small span of control. Right. So at the very basic level, a fire team leader, you know, as a buck sergeant, he's going to have three or four guys under his control, mm-hmm. and then he and another fire team leader are going to be under squad leaders' control. Kind of works its way up. Right. So you have a lot of positions, you know, within that. Um, and then the, there's a very um, disciplined way of evaluating leaders, mm-hmm. right? Not based on what they're doing, so much the skill, but this these evaluative criteria. So, for instance, as, a, as an officer, there was eight criteria upon which I was evaluated. Mm-hmm. One was dedication, responsibility, loyalty, discipline, integrity, moral courage, selflessness, moral standards. What does that sound like to you? almost sounds like the
1: Boy Scout law. But uh, it sounds I mean, an awful lot like what we put in the Q source.
0: It's the leadership virtues. Yeah, right. That's that's what they're not not in the same order, not broken right. up differently. No, but but you know, we made them fit into five C's so you could remember. Them. But that that's basically what we're talking about, right? Yeah. I mean, dedication. That's that's commitment, right. commitment. Right? That's yeah. right. and responsibility. Same thing. Loyalty is part of commitment. Mm-hmm. All these things are 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 part of the way the army looks at you. Notice none of those things have anything to do shoot, moving, and communicating. Right,
1: <laughs> right. The actual execution of your duty as you do it. Sure, those are yeah. almost
0: almost assumed. Mm-hmm. That that, you know, in the the soldiering skills of shoot, moving, and communicating, that I would be competent. Now I still have them. I'm really glad I kept them. But I can go back and look at all my evaluations and see, you know, really. And so there's a written portion where they write, you know, Lieutenant Redding, uh, his failings as leader or such, or his strengths as leader mm-hmm. or such. And now they're talking about vape type things. Really? Yeah, that's funny. And team building. And, yeah, yeah. You know, see if you read through the Q source. You you know, like where did he where does this come from? Was, you can go back and read my OERs. <laughs> <laughs> it's just you know, team development yeah, and you know, no. that, that kind of deal. Yeah. Uh stand on mission. Makes sense. And uh, it's the same thing I use now, you know, with the people that work for me or work with me, or anybody who asks me, you know, you know, how I did on a particular issue, um, you know, I can explain it to them. Yeah. And uh, I'm using evaluative criteria that I was taught when I was part of a leadership development process. So in that process, you know, I would – um I got my schooling, a mm-hmm. lot of it, got my apprenticeship, a lot of it, mm-hmm. and I had opportunities to lead, you know, which takes us to the third spur, which is the virtuous leader encourages other men to lead early and often. Mm-hmm. You know, it it's reps. Yeah. Right? It's reps, and it's getting after it often. I mean, I was thrust into leadership positions way sooner than I thought I – I was competent to do it. Sure. You know, I'd love to say, and I found out that's not true. I was, but the truth is I wasn't competent. <laughs> 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 no, I mean, I wasn't. Yeah, no. And I made mistakes, which was right. a failure, you know.
1: But that's what they wanted for you.
0: Right? Yeah, but you know, what I learned, this is what they got in my head. Man, it's helped me so much in my life. Just step up. Yeah. Commit and be zealous. You know, and, it, you know, um, when things are going bad in court, even to this day, like it was on Monday, you know, whining so much, I just kept thinking about one thing. You know, I can't control what's going on here. I can't control the judge, can't control the other lawyers, can't control can't control the emotions or the relative right. competence right. of anybody else in this room. All I can do is maintain what I'm here to do, which is be a zealous advocate for my client. Right. It's your job. Right. You can judge can yell at me, question my integrity. Other lawyers can say things that aren't true uh, or mischaracterize conversations. These things can all happen. But I just held on to one thing, which is what I always hold on to, is I'm there as a zealous advocate for my client's position, come hell or high water. And that has always carried me through. Now, what I learned that in military is, you know, you are uh, a professional uh, officer. You are a manager of violence. Mm -hmm. And your job is to fight, just prepare your unit to fight and fight for our nation. You know, you make a lot of mistakes during sure, that. Sure, You know, um, but you don't worry about any of those things, man. You just keep fight. Just stay in the fight. If
1: you if you stay on mission and keep moving forward, a lot of that stuff shakes itself out. That's right. Yeah.
0: No, no, it, it certainly does. And uh, you also learn that uh, in the fight, falling on your butt and, and taking a couple licks, you know what? You pop back up. And the thing that knocked you down, you learn how to avoid that. You become more durable. Yeah. Um I you know, now at age fifty five, I never have to worry about walking into a position where, you know, I have to lead or there's gonna be some challenge or, you know, I right. Not because I have this huge strength of character. I don't. You know me well enough to know that that I'm like every other guy, right? I just have had this test that I you know I've gotten to go through, right? Because I was say it's reps. It's like reps. Said. It's yeah. reps. <laughs> yeah. And that's 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 the last thought that I wanna get across, right? Is that you have to as a, if you're if you are overseeing your organization's leadership development process, and I consider it to be an honor and a blessing that we you and I have gotten a lot of emails from guys who are saying, "Hey, yeah. I want to take the Q source into my business," or yeah. you know, and things like you know. We had the one the other day. I was like, "There's any way to, to make this more corporate?" Helmets, <laughs> like you mean, use feminine pronouns? <laughs> yeah, I mean, so yeah. I f- we're I can, working on that. Yeah, but yeah. I, I consider that to be something that it shows that it's worthwhile.
1: Right? Or the, the, like the guys in uh, talent or not Tallahassee. Jacksonville, yeah. Who, uh, you know, they looked and said, uh, you know, his this guy's son says Dad, We need this in sure. in the school, and right. so started a thing and is using. Oh yeah, that's with right. That's right. I mean, you know, these guys they that's think right. of this stuff and then now Bajack is going to work on a team. Ber- I mean, yeah, it's, it's,
0: uh, it's it's crazy. Pro- what it does, what I wanted it to do, what Dark Helmet and I uh, teamed up to do was to have to provide a leadership development process in a book. Yeah, that you could read and say, okay, I can take this and I, I can. It defines leadership in a way to teach it and to transfer it as a skill. And if we've accomplished that, then I'm, I'm pretty happy about that um, because I want other guys to have opportunities. That's how you get good, man. Yeah. You know, there, there are no cowards out there. There's only a man who's never been tested. You know, and I like to think if they would, they'd pass. Hmm. You know what, Frank? What's that? You got a face for radio. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you know what, Dred? What? It's a podcast. It is.
0: It is. I'm not a coward.
1: I've just never been tested. I'd like to think that if I was, I would pass. Thanks for listening to 43 Feet, a leadership podcast. If you have questions about leadership, F3, or anything else, write us at questions at 43feetpodcast.com. Until next time, we'll be here in the unknown, the uncomfortable, the difficult, the 43 feet out front.